Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, best of 2018 edition. I hope you had a very lovely new year. I hope you're loving 2019 as it goes so far. I hear everybody's flying. Everybody's flying. They're fitter than they've ever been. They've come back fitter. They came back and they came back on Jan one fitter than they've ever been. Uh, we've cobbled together a few of our favourite bits from this year. Put them in one handy little podcast. Uh, quick little plug. Oh, dirty little plug. Uh, junk Time A4 Podcast pre-season live show coming to you from the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne in the lovely city of Melbourne. March 10, Sunday, March 10, 2019, 2019 at 4pm. You can get your tickets at trybooking.com. Head over there, type in Junk Time or A4 Podcast or pre-season or live show. Going to have many wonderful guests from the world of sport, from the world of comedy and Adam. Get it? Joining me is a man who had a run-in with Richmond coach Dimmer Hardwick. Joining me is a man who finally wants to come to the defence of one James Sisley. Joining me is a man who had a run-in with a junior umpire. Joining me is a man who is furious. The AFL has renamed Etihad Stadium Marvel Stadium. Joining me is a man who is bitterly disappointed about the reunion of Kevin Sheedy and Derek Kickett. Joining me is a man who missed out on the opportunity to go down the slide at the big freeze at the G today. Joining me is a man whose two football teams, Australia and Carlson, Failed to kick a goal in the first half yesterday. And joining me is a man... Ah, fuck. Who I wish was back in hospital. Joining me is a man who sold the glue to the Collingwood Cheer Squad for the banner. (laughs) It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, good day, everybody. Fuck, now I don't know if you know this, but uh, my family's been in the glue industry for... Generation, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, Rosenbach's glue. It's uh, it's not that well known, but we've supplied a lot of uh, a lot of big companies over recent uh, over over many many years. Uh, we helped build the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Twin Towers. That was us. <laughs> uh, Matthew Newton's career. We had that together for a little while. Continue the game. Last night. Yeah, they said, I think, again on the Sunday footy show. I've been watching a lot of Sunday footy show. Yeah. They talked about they went up to the games during the first quarter because I think they went before the game, checked it out, you know, is everyone okay with this? And then during the game they said, are you sure you want to keep going? We can stop now, postpone, maybe hold off for half an hour. I'm not totally sure. Oh, so did, did it stop raining during the game? Uh, I'm not totally sure. I couldn't tell you. I haven't watched the footage. So basically, are we hearing cyclonic conditions? Well, yeah, they would have been, though, because aren't they the after-effects of the cyclone that's believe, come through? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, if the AFL, I'm assuming someone at the AFL has the Bureau of Meteorology app on the phone. Yeah, and only the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And obviously the podcast app 
so they can listen to James. Mm-hmm. So they've opened it up. They're going, fucking hell, that's, that's a lot of colours. Yep. That's some really dark <laughs> shit in the middle there. Should we postpone it? Till tomorrow. Then they give pickers a call. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, that's probably... Pickers, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's, there's, <laughs> there's 17 inches of water on the field. Uh-huh, I'm hearing you. There's hurricane winds. Yep. Okay. Bat- batten down your hatches. People are boarding up the windows. Yep. People aren't selling pies because they're frightened they're going to fly into people's faces. Okay. Okay, what do you reckon? How do you, What kind of conditions do you think these are for football? Oh, so the winds are high? Did you say the winds are high? <laughs> Terrifyingly high. Okay. Yeah. And it hasn't stopped raining for days. It's monsoon. We're, we're frightened that people will, dry, will drown, not only on the ground, but in the crowd. Yeah, okay. What kind of conditions do you think these are, Pickers? Because you say the word, yeah. yay or nay, and we're moving. Sorry, sorry, I just missed that. Ahead. I was looking at my phone. I was waiting for Gary Ablett to call me. I haven't <laughs> heard from him for a little while. Uh, who knows? He's going to play round one. We've got yeah. no idea. Yeah. We've got no um, idea. Sorry. Back to the footy. <laughs> yeah. um, it sounds perfect to me. <laughs> like... If, how, did, what's the temperature? Is it like high 30s? It's hovering between negative 15 and 37 Celsius. Yeah. Oh, no. Great, great conditions. Like, I would almost think about pulling the boots back on. <laughs> <laughs> we're all doing it we're all doing it Well, tough. yeah, we're both wearing black armbands today <laughs> as a sign of respect yeah. uh, for Sid. And can I just say, like, it's been really tough. So put out your leashes. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in constant contact with the Western Bulldogs Football Club. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would assume that's to, you know, uh, send my condolences and to get sympathy. But I would like them to pay for the repairs on my car. Because what, <laughs> what we may have left out of this part of the story is that I backed over Sid. You, you've got to get Sid stuffed. There's nothing surer than just have him, like, dropping down after a goal, just fucking boing from the, from the locket end, just bang, Sid from the roof. Now, one man who's been welcome back into the fold, uh, James Hurd. James Hurd. So they're having a bit of a chat to him over at Frio about whether he wants to come over and... No, he wants to join the team, but he'll be working from Victoria. Is that right? Yes, that's what I believe. I believe he's going to be an opposition analyst. So he will watch probably the teams that uh, I assume that um, Frio are about to play and then tell Ross Lyon uh, what the other team does. And Ross will go, doesn't matter. We'll just park the bus and chip it round a lot and not <laughs> score very highly and finish in the bottom four. Yep. And then they'll pay James Hurd quite highly for that information. So as they said on the, on the Herald, Herald Sun website, at least two AFL clubs are chasing James Hurd as the exiled great weighs up a return to the game. Now, we are very concerned that he might be taking on too much, Adam. Yeah. He might yeah. be taking well, on I, too much. Well, I'm kind of worried. Like, he's, he's in the chocolate business he's now. He's a chocolate magnate. Yeah, and I just think you, you can't do both. No. I've never known. I've never known like uh, you know, Mr. Nestle. Yep. He never got involved in the AFL. Absolutely, Willy Wonka wasn't like a scout <laughs> for, for Port Adelaide. No, it just doesn't. It it can't work. It can never cross over. And I think the chocolate side of his life will suffer, <laughs> and that you know, it'll just cause the family. There'll be there'll be. Um, you know, uh, the press will be parked out front of his house uh-huh. going, what's happening with your dark chocolate? But Susan Alberti, like, uh, so she went to go through a certain gate. Maybe it was a- AFL-approved gate. Kind of like a VIP that's... gate, I imagine, yeah. Yes, yeah. That, that's a good word for it rather yeah. than AFL-approved. And, <laughs> and the dude said, you can't come in. You don't have the accreditation, yeah. which is fair enough. And uh, she uh, spat the dummy and said that she was uh, humiliated. Humiliated. Now, obviously... 
I don't think she knows what humiliation. She needs to go and watch you do stand up and understand what pure <laughs> humiliation is. Like, see a man just fucking get silence for 10, 15 minutes on end and be really happy with what he's done to understand humiliation. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. What did, but did, I actually didn't catch Buckley's press conference. Did he say anything at the end about. He just said that uh, he was good in the shoebox, was the phrase. I, I heard him say that. I don't think I've ever heard that term before. No, you've never heard Like, I have turn, heard that term in life when someone says, you know, hey, you're leaving the store after buying a brand new pair of shoes. <laughs> Do you want me to put them in a shoebox? Shoe but I've yeah. never heard that term in, in uh, football parlance. Football parlance, yeah. Yeah, okay. Have you? Oh, often. I mean, I always, I was always, like, my dad used to say, you've got to be good in the shoebox, son. And I was like, I, I'm trying, dad. I don't know, I don't exactly know what you mean. I'm on the bench. What am I meant to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you know I chased burglars out of the house last night, dad. Yeah, it's a very weird thing to say. Like, uh, does he mean, like, because it's in tight? I suppose so, yeah. But what would you just say he's good in the box? Well, yeah, I mean. Why does he have to make it a specific sized box? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if we think about tiny boxes, maybe a, maybe a, Box that a, a ring might come in, a jewelry box perhaps. Yeah, that might be a particularly small. Oh, an box. engagement ring box. Yeah, Is that yeah. Too specific. Is yeah, that so too maybe, small? maybe it could be more. Yeah, he's good in the engagement ring box. Yeah, or he's good in the commitment ceremony box. How about oh, okay. that? Yeah, yeah maybe that should be nice. a terminology to try and get going <laughs> in the game. Yeah. Well, it, it makes more sense. You're like, yeah, well, it, <laughs> it's more logical. You can picture that. Okay, if I <laughs> if I'm in a shoebox, I feel like I can get into a shoebox. Like if I do ballerina tippy toe dance, uh-huh. but I feel like I can't really get into a jewelry box unless. Yeah. Unless I'm really strong on one toe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'll work at that because I've got to be good in the jewellery box if oh, I'm going to make it in the NFL. And also, like, you've got to spend your off-season building your toe muscles. <laughs> yeah. And I think every player needs to do that. And also, the other thing is confusing is um, shoeboxes vary in size. Uh, that's a good point. Like, yeah, a little kid's shoebox, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 And yeah, Aaron Sandler's Mason Cox. Yeah, different. We're talking a different kind of shoebox. So. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's, it's very vague. It's easier to be good in an Aaron Sanderland shoebox than Absolutely. it is to be in maybe a uh, the Caleb Daniel. Taylor, yeah, that's about one. I was about to say, yeah. Well, oh, I mean, Aaron Sanderland shoebox would have a fat side of the shoebox. <laughs> like you could switch. You could switch in that. You can't have a foot race in an Aaron <laughs> Sanderland shoebox. <laughs> now, come on, mate. Come on. It's okay. He's. <laughs> He's not dead. Cyril's, Cyril's still in our hearts, mate. He's still it's there. God, it's God, Adam. <laughs> it's okay. He's. You've still got the jumper with his number on. You still, still got his jumper. I've got a jumper mate, with his name still, written on it, and I've got mate, a jumper that he signed. <laughs> you're still a you're still a fuckwit adult wearing a a, a jumper that's signed by, I'm still by a, a fuckwit okay. that goes to grand finals with the name of Cyril on his back. <laughs> Yeah, you're still that same dickhead that wore that jumper to a person's wedding. I'm still an the adult wedding. That at the '08 premiership dinner, I saw Cyril and I was wearing his jumper with the name Cyril written on the back, and I went up to him and said, "Hey, Cyril, I'm you." See, that doesn't change, right? That's never gone. You're still oh, in his dude. memory. In his mind, you're still that fucking goose that he doesn't know. Dude, it's brutal. I mean, the darkest day in Australian sport, surely. Surely. The the, the farewell of Cyril. It's enormous. When, when did he last play? Give me that. Uh, probably about oh, seven, eight weeks ago, I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Heard okay, so you've, you've, you've had time. You've had time to, to get used to him. And can I just point out, like, I, I know Cyril's gone now. He's retired. He's going to head back to the Tiwi Islands. But... Let's just look at the positives, mate. You've still got Ryan Showmakers on your list. Yeah, we do have very handsome Ryan Showmakers, yes. John O. O'Rourke is still running around for Box Hill. You know, technically, Ty Vickery is still on your list. So <laughs> yeah, true. It's not all bad down at down at uh, down at the Hawks. <laughs>
So there were a couple of a uh, couple of Melbourne supporters, a group of Melbourne supporters in front of us, and I was I was just giving them shit during the night, you know, just you know, fun stuff. I was like, oh, mate, your RM Williams are fake, and you know, <laughs> they'd turn around and be like, all right, all right, dickhead, and then I was like, your chinos are not the right shade of tan, perfect, and they'd be like. All right, they're like, all right, mate, you, you're getting in, it's a bit close to the bone here. Really, really, see. really getting in their shoebox? Well, yeah, it was starting to get into their, uh, their uh, six-burner uh, marble-benched kitchen. <laughs> and then the last one, the last thing I said, um, I just went, your property folio is going to suffer because of lack of international investments forced out by interest-only loans in an overpriced market. Oh, and mate. They, that's too mate. far. That's too oh, far. Fuck, they took the bait. <laughs> like one guy, he... As he was, he was taking, starting to slip his leather gloves off, and I was like, "We're fucking on here." Yeah. And then one guy took his like his Sherlock Holmes tartan cap off, yep. and like threw it at me. Yeah, and I was sure. like, oh, "Oh, it's fucking on!" Yeah. Someone said, "Hold my gold Amex card." Yeah, yeah, that that was unbelievable. When I, if you've ever been hit in the head with a Bentley key ring, <laughs> it really, fuck stings. you know you you fucking know you're alive. I tell you what. <laughs> And then this guy's chauffeur's just fucking come from behind. He's coward punched me. Michael, you, you try and do your best and all people do is just, they just slam you from pillar to post. I, I've, I've copped it all this week. The Gold Coast Suns, they're going to miss the finals yet again in their in their short history. And everyone everyone just says, they've gone them this week. You know, Tom Lynch said he's going to walk out and all of a sudden the, the club's a rabble. So a lot of finger pointing, a lot of finger pointing going on, and you were one of the key people in the, uh, the initiation of of the, of the club. You were one of the key people. Don't forget that. Every one of my uh, decisions, they went with wholeheartedly, and I stand by it. Like <laughs> I said, nothing will come, uh, nothing bad will come of uh, Carmichael Hunt going to that club. Uh huh. You were key, getting I, him, getting him to the same. I said he will set standards that you will not believe. Both. On the field, and let me tell you about he's off the field. <laughs> when those boys go on a golfing trip, they are going to fly around that course. <laughs> you're going to have a great time. I mean, you know, your tea time, you know, might be like noon, but you're, uh, you're in the bar by one. And that's very rare for 18 holes. Exactly. And you know what? You know what you're saving on when you hang out with Carmichael Hunt? You're saving on uh, catering because everyone's appetite is suppressed. <laughs> so they don't, need to, they don't need to hang out with him. Uh, you know they don't need to. They don't need to pay money for food. And you know what? I, I just think that also it's good for young kids to see the um, how the law works because you know these guys they probably didn't do a lot of legal studies. No. So they would have been out there kicking the footy, and they're going, "I don't need legal studies." But once you get to the footy club, and then they see Carmichael go down to have a chat at the local Gold Coast uh, police station. Uh huh. And then when he comes back to the club and they're like, oh, and then what happened? He's like, well, then they said I can call my lawyer. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. And how long were you in there for? He's like, oh, four hours they talked to me. I mean, you can uh, find it. Mario, I've got a stat deck over here if you <laughs> want to read more into it. Yeah. And they're like, did you, did you have to give names? And he's like, oh, no, I didn't. But I just threw everyone I knew under the bus because <laughs> that's the kind of person I am. And that's the kind of uh, standard I wanted him to set down the club is that you only look after yourself. But you had other great ideas. Like, don't sell yourself short. You had great ideas. My idea of giving a rookie coach a go. I didn't want someone who'd been around the block, mm -hmm. uh, talked in circles. Yeah, had won flags, who knew what he was doing there. You know what? They always get a go, don't they? You know, like Kevin Sheedy, they send him up to GWS. Look where G GWS are now, you know? They're 
they're struggling for a top four. They can't even lock in a top four position yet. Whereas the Gold Coast, they know exactly that they are going to end 17th. That is a team that knows where it's at. And that came through Guy McKenna. And then some uh, premium fitness people that you hired up. Well, I hired... See, people say that you need, you know, the the best... I mean, you, all right, you compare it. This is the way I saw it, okay? You've seen Rocky Four. Oh, yeah, Drago. Oh, dude, coming back in Creed too. Fucking Drago's son, the greatest film of all time. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the trailer. It's already the greatest film of all time. I can go on. Feel like, feel like this got sidetracked in a way that I wasn't expecting. Uh, but Drago was created in a laboratory, yeah, right? Yeah, he's not a machine. He's a man. He had all the money in the world thrown his way, and they created uh, one of the best boxers ever seen. And how did Rocky go about it? He went back. He went to rural Russia. He was outrunning the KGB. In the snow. Absolutely. Right? And then on Christmas Day, he took down Drago, and he turned the Russian crowd that were pro-Drago into pro-Rocky, and then he said, if I can change, you can change, we all can change. Anyway. Again. again about your feel time like, with the Goldie. <laughs> feel like this has been sidetracked into your love of Rocky films, but I said, we don't need all the facilities that every other club has and all the access has and their, their high altitude and their, yeah. and their low gravity treadmills and their, and their weights yeah. and their, and they're not stuff. Yeah. And they're non rat infested gyms. Fuck yeah. that. Aircon. I bought aircon. What, what do you need that for? You're in a gym, mate. Yeah. In the Goldie. What do you need aircon in summer for? Who cares if a 160 kilogram bench press is slipping out of your hands? Uh-huh. You know, you know to hang on to that if your chest cavity is about to be crushed and people can't lift it off you because their hands are slipping off. Plus, I want to know, I bought over 200 rats to put into that gym because I had them, like Rocky, the original one, where he's running around trying to catch a chicken. I had them running around the gym trying to catch rats. Well, also in Creed, like he, he um, got the... The other thing... Five years ago, uh, you you mocked me. I went into the trademark office. I sat down and I said, "I've got a list of phrases that I would like to I would like to lock off and make my own." Much like Nick Giannopoulos owns the word "wog." Is that true? Uh, Is that a real fact? He tried to. Oh, okay, said, gotcha. They said uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but they said to me, "Mate, you're a genius, and we're going to allow you to uh, to trademark whatever phrases you want." So I have copyright on these, and I get uh, a lot of money every time they're used, and mm. so. The one that I went down with first, and people mocked me and said, people aren't going to use this, Adam. This is a waste of time. This is a waste of our time, they said at the trademark office. Mm-hmm. And I said, you mark my words. The big dance. <laughs> I said, people will start referring to the grand final as the big dance. And you go, and they said, why would they do that? It's a game of footy. It's nothing to do with dancing. <laughs> They'd be foolish. They'd be stupid for, for journalists and television broadcasters to do such a thing. And I, and I said, mate, it'll come to the point that they won't even refer to it as the grand final. No, you're right. And I'll even go on the AFL website and they will say, it's time for the big dance. I actually think one of the recommendations that slipped through under the radar last week from mm. that rules committee is that they recommended to the com- commission, instead of it being called the grand, grand final from now on, it'll be mm. called the big dance. The big dance, yeah. How many big dances have you won? Yeah. Oh, you're, a four, you're a four-time big dancer. <laughs> and then the prelim will now be referred to as the game before the big dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, mate. Mate, he choked in the big dance. You don't want that. You don't want that labelled against you, do you? You know, that, that will be a stain on your career to go through. You played 350 games, but uh, you never, never got to the big dance. <laughs> that will hurt. So while I was in there, I thought, what else could I, what else could I trademark while mm-hmm. I'm there? And I have become... Two birds, one stone, yeah. 
Yeah, I. The reason that you and I are doing very well <laughs> is because I went in there and I said uh, foot candy. They said that doesn't make sense. I go, mate. I said, you know how you can sell hand candy? They go, yeah, well, that makes sense. It's like a bork. I said, we don't call it a bork anymore. It's hand candy. <laughs> I said, but foot candy. And they said, how do you do that? Well, I go, well, it's when you sort of go to kick it, but you don't. And I go, that doesn't make sense. You're a fucking moron. I go, mate, please. Write it down. Uh, remember, remember my name, Adam Rosenbachs. Yeah, shake and bake. Shake and bake, yeah, obviously, ahead of your time. Because they said, what's a shake and bake? And I said, well, it's like foot candy, you fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, an idiot? It's fucking Fox Footy's version of fucking foot candy. Jesus. Chaos ball. Yeah, yeah. Good, good one. Good one. Well, You're they right said, to do what's that. A, what's a chaos ball? And I said, well, you know uh, those kicks you used to do in under 12s where your coach would go, mate, you're a fucking hack. Uh-huh. You can't. You can't kick at all. Now, that's referred to as a chaos ball, <laughs> and it's a good thing, and it's going to be worth a lot of money to me. Yeah, players um, actually, you know, practice the chaos ball now. Yeah. Uh, the other one I, I uh, trademarked a while back, competitive beast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I said, do you know how often someone will be referred to? I didn't expect not, that one. <laughs> not, not white line fever, not anything like that. He's a competitive <laughs> beast. That hurts me. Uh, and then just recently I got another two done. Um, nightclub incident. <laughs> so, I, mean, I got a feeling that that'll come in. A very handy. Yeah, I'm expecting a spike in that in uh-huh. the uh, in the next couple of weeks, and yep. also alongside that, I because you got a two for one deal, a positive B sample. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I might be Johnny come lately to this, but I I uh, just yesterday actually I trademarked uh, punched an Uber driver. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I feel like that's going to come in handy. So Richmond are on pace to crack a hundred thousand again. Shit, man. Oh, I go through a few figures like uh, uh, Melbourne clubs. Hawks are about sixty. Essendon about fifty. Geelong about forty. Carlton thirty-eight. Is that all? Thirty-eight. Yeah. So I thought Carlton would have been higher than Geelong, just uh, mainly because you know they're a you've, bigger you've club. You've been a pretty awful team for a fair while now. No, I know. I know. It is. A, it is a fair effort to. It is a big waste of money to get that membership. Um, Suns are five thousand eight hundred ninety-four. Do you reckon it's that high? Mm. Do you honestly believe that? It's kind of interesting how many people have done that. So here we go. Adelaide have said that they've got seventy-seven thousand. Okay. Wow. Okay, but they have included in their figures non-financial, digital only. We fly as one members. Mm-hmm. A quasi mailing list which provides no access to games and offers a ten percent discount on club merchandise. And they've chucked that into their membership figures. So basically, whoever's some. A bunch of dudes a on a list. mailing list. On a mailing list. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, full, full, full members. Oh. What? What do they come to the, get to go to the games? Uh, what are you talking about? No, Why no. would members no. get to come to games? Yeah, no, they get ten percent off of the fucking merch. Better, they get better yeah. stuff than saying the games. They get ten percent off scarves and you're an, beanies. You're an Adelaide member. Oh yeah, mate. I love the crows. Oh. Hey, what do you get? I get an email. I tell, I tell you, you what, what else. It was pretty. I mean, it's. it's well, I get ten percent off at the at the merch store. The waiting list on the mailing list is <laughs> enormous. Yeah, and you you type in your hotmail, and then you know yeah. maybe within twelve years yeah. you might get an email. <laughs> Telling me about discounts down at the uh, footy park. So, th- how would they even think of including that? Like that's fudging the numbers. That you know what Adelaide, you're a bunch of cheats. Well, it's seventy-seven thousand, right? And mm. then Port Adelaide and forty-two. Now, I imagine Adelaide does have more members, but w- that discrepancy wouldn't be that enormous. But then also, when they're collecting these figures, yeah, the AFL, I imagine, is collecting these figures, and they go, "Oh yeah, sure, yeah, here's seventy-seven. That, that, 
77,000. That's yeah, a bit that, high. Yeah, they've jumped, jumped up like 30,000. Oh, congratulations. Like, how the, <laughs> what's the process here? And they're like, oh, yeah, we just get a bunch of, just yeah. bunch of emails on a mailing list yeah. and we pretend that's real. Yeah. You go, okay, can we have yeah. the actual figure? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're lying to us. Yeah. And the umpire bounces the ball for the beginning of the second term. We are here at uh, the Beanstalk Stadium. Uh, Adam Rosenbach and Michael Chamberlain here for a very special edition of Junk Time. Adam. Mate, we're on the road. We're on the road. We're on the road. On the so road. we're sitting up in the stands here. We're at the game together. Just by the chance we're in the same town. It's a reunion of sorts. Uh, the Hawks are a concerning uh, 24 points down. But, I mean, basically, that's the umpire's fault. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Toby Green rule. I love it. The Toby Green rule. So we remember last year when Toby Green would go up for a mark and do a bit of karate kick at the same time. Kick people in the chest or the face or the the arm. Yeah. Yeah. So the AFL said, yeah, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Yep. So the Toby Green rule. So is it a point of pride that you have a rule named after you? Yes. When the reason that rule is named after you is because you were kicking people in the head. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Wouldn't you want that? I think that's fantastic. Yeah, so he's walking around going, hey, yeah, they've got a rule named after me. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, cool. Like Are there it. any other rules that have been brought in because... Is it because specific- you were such a good player that, you know, they had to, like, you know, maybe like the, the centre diamond or like the, you know, oh. you're such a good player that people couldn't combat you and they had to bring actual rules, you know. Yep, yep. Are, you, are you a powerful full forward and people are tugging peak, on you? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. No, oh, no, no, it's not that. No, it's because no, it's, um, it's you're a filthy yeah, cunt. Yeah I, to, yeah. yeah, I used to kick people in the yeah, face for no man. reason. <laughs> I like it. I, I love... See... I loved it in the game, and I'm I'm sad that it's going out of the game. That you're not going to be able to kick a person in the face when you're going for the ball anymore. Yeah, because sure. I think that's a draw card. Like you know, they want to take the game into the international what area, if, and if you had more like UFC where mm-hmm. you can just do whatever. What if they tweak it a little bit? Because Toby Green would kick people in the face and pretend he wasn't trying to kick people in the face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if they tweaked it a little bit that you're allowed to kick people in the face if you if you call it? Well, if, yeah, if you kind of make it clear that you are actually intending to kick a person in the face. So do you have to signal or something? I suppose so. Yeah, maybe call it like when the um, face in, kick, like in the ruck, the oh, ruck contest. You nominate, nominate yourself. Nominate, yeah. You nominate. You go. Hey, I'm going to kick you. So as the guy's running back with the flight of the ball, <laughs> you go face kick. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's legal. So people would know that yeah. you get to kick that guy. So in when the he's face. lying on the ground with uh, blood <laughs> pouring out, with claret pouring out of his face. Yeah, sure. Yeah, as Matt, I said, face kick. Hey, you got warned. Yeah. What more do you want? Yeah. So the AFL have gone too early. They should have trialed it in the preseason, but. I think taking that out of the game is too much too soon. So we get in there and I sit down and then Carlton serve up the biggest load of bullshit you've ever seen in the first half. Mm. Even at quarter time. Like, I think it might have been six goals to... Yeah, I think about that, yeah. It, it was embarrassing. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. We were gone. It was, it was 12 goals to zero at half time. There are a couple of things about it. One of them was... Uh, you know, Talk it out, was... Adam. No, I want to be... I want to be... I have an Oprah moment here. Let, let's talk it out. Uh, I, will right. make, I'll make, I will make fun of you at various points, but talk it out. So at various stages during the quarter time <laughs> breaks, and we've been a part of this, they'll have, say, uh, you know, your bongo cam, yep. your, your, your karaoke cam, all that kind of stuff. And so Carlton decided they'd keep going with that. So even though everyone at the game fucking hates this team so much right now, <laughs> they've got this guy on the ground. I don't know his name. I know the girl at halftime is Emily Yang when she's from Channel 7. But the guy on the ground at halftime, he does a lot of the uh, pre-game interviews and chats and all that shit with the you know non-playing players and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he comes out and he's got his uh, messaging from the club, and he's like, "All right, ladies and gentlemen, of course it's a great time to get yourself a membership. Carlton, we're up to fifty thousand." And you're like, "Mate, no one, no one, 
no one right now. People are fucking burning their membership. <laughs> no one is leaving the stadium. Getting their thing scanned out with the, with the fucking inkling of go, getting back into that ground and buying a membership. Oh, shit, there's 70 points down. Where do I sign up? Yeah, exactly. How can I get more of this now? <laughs> I want to see it every second week. Yeah, and I'm here. And if I'm here and I'm not a member, I'm not fucking buying one. And if I'm a member, I don't want to come back. I'm contemplating going home. <laughs> so then, at halftime, they do oblivious cam. Ah, uh, yep. Right? How about you fucking pull oblivious? <laughs> no one gives a shit. Like, if people aren't paying attention to what's going out on the ground, it's because our fucking players weren't either. <laughs> you, you want a proper oblivious cam? How about you put it on our coach's box? Those cunts <laughs> have got no idea. Hey, they're looking at crapping down on um, cra- crapping down. <laughs> looking down at cracking down on um, scalpers. Adam, Are you worried about this? Oh, I'm very worried. Now, as you and I know, we make a lot of our income from uh, from grand finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of what we call corporate work. So we get <laughs> uh, we get tickets issued to us, and then we re, we uh, on sell them to mm-hmm. a lot of our um, our friends out there in the general public. But the Victoria Police have changed the fine system. So if you get busted scalping this year, so and also it's across all finals. It's not just the grand final anymore. So you and I, we used to fucking gouge the prelim like nothing else because people were desperate to get to that. Absolutely. We sold so many tickets to Giants fans last year. Mate, we made a fucking killing. We made over $1,000. So the fines, and I'm not afraid to get a fine because you saw me, I jaywalked, I didn't get a fine. I am above the law. But <laughs> even, even I'm concerned about this. So the fines range from $806, mm. got that? 806 minimum to $483,500 depending on the offence. How's that fucking range? <laughs> what have you got to do to get that There's jump? a range of $482,000. <laughs> what have you done? Like, what have you I, overstepped no idea. the line? I don't know. For one, one ticket, okay, maybe it's 806. And also, that's yeah. a random figure as well. How do they come up with that? <laughs> and then what? What If it's like uh, a grand final ticket and a first semi ticket? Oh, that's 483, <laughs> mate. Uh, Ralph. What's Ralph? You know Ralph. No, who's Ralph? Ralph the Roof. Mm-hmm. What? Ralph the Roof is the name of the roof at Etihad Stadium. Oh, that Ralph. They've given it a name. Oh, Ralph. Good, good, it's good. It's Ralph good. the Roof. And, uh-huh. and Ralph the Roof has a Twitter account. So oh, fuck. Uh, you know who hates Ralph the Roof? Brad Scott. <laughs> Fucking hates it, mate. It's got to be, it's either open or shut. I mean, what are you uh, doing? Ralph, it's R A L F. Um, Ralph oh, the Roof. Okay. At, at, on Twitter. Ralph the Roof. Yep. Uh, and so let me say, Ralph the Roof. Hey guys, I'm loving this autumn weather so much. So I'm going to stay open today. Hashtag, ooh, hashtag. Fuck, <laughs> Six Ralphie. Balls. Hashtag, no Melbourne show for me today. Hashtag, team open. Hashtag, uh, AFL Blues. And so hang on, this was yesterday. Ralphie tweeted that he's yeah, going to be open. No, we can get to Ralphie's account to find out information about the roof. Like if it's going to be open, open it shut. Um, what's Ralph's view on on how you know things are going to operate? Yeah. What's it say here? Um, Someone here has had a go at Ralph the Roof. You need to take some responsibility for the poor footy. That's on must have been Good Friday. Yep. And, oh, and Ralph fucking came back, said you need to start cheering louder. And the guy came back at the roof, you need to shut up. Fuck. Mate, Ralph, uh, no, good on Ralph for defending himself there. Uh, got, if you're a roof and you're open, you've got to stick up for yourself. Um, should we tweet Ralph the Roof? Yes. Yeah, let's send a message to Ralph the yeah, Roof. Yeah, okay. Um, what can we say? What's a good thing to say? Well, what do you say to a roof? I mean, this is my first opportunity. How about how's the chicken salt at Etihad Stadium? Yeah, I like it. Um, 
Although, should we ask something about being more roofy? Have you ever thought about... Uh, should we send him like an abusive meme or something? No, no. Have you ever thought about like... I'd like to find... I'd love it if I'll eventually dig a bit deeper and find out that Ruff the Roof is like alt-right or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there something about... Have you ever thought about putting in like a skylight or something like that? Okay. You know, so you can be closed, but we can still get the, yeah. the sunlight coming through. Okay, I just got to put the mic down for a second. Well, that doesn't mean you can't keep talking. But I don't know what to talk about. Have you ever thought? And we'll see how long, hopefully, Ralph yeah. the Roof... Because, you know, he would, be, he would be onto it. Putting in a skylight. It, do you think, like, uh, what level of employee would be looking after Ralph the Roof? How high do you have to be on the social media scale yeah. before you get given the fucking roof? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before you get the uh, password to Ralph the Roof. I like to think it's Gil. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's and just I also like to think it was alt-right as well. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm predicting is that Melbourne will get a home final at the MCG because mm-hmm. they will finish fifth and they will play Geelong. That is my prediction okay. heading in. So, delicatessens around the country, set yourselves. That will either be the Saturday night or the Friday night game in Melbourne. Set yourselves. There are going to be huge orders of... Uh, Cornichons Smoked uh, salmon to- Oh Can you believe The smoked salmon industry Will it be able to cope <laughs> The camembert Woo Boy oh boy Like you just uh, If you Can you imagine You're just sitting at home right You, you don't You don't follow football mm-hmm. But you're a uh, You're a maker Of a hardwood cheese board Yeah sure and, and you're you wanna, just sitting there I, I, I reckon in the uh, Car park of the MCG You should do like mm. a, a pop up cheese shop <laughs> Just have like A whole bunch of different cheeses With people coming into the ground Mate, if you that could you imagine how well that would sell? It's actually a fucking really good idea. We should do that. That is great. If you go next to the footy record seller, if you're just there going quince paste, get your quince paste, and then people are coming over going, "Do you want a footy record?" It's going, "No, Dad, I need the quince." Pate, five dollars. <laughs> we got your foie gras, people. It's Melbourne and Geelong. Let's not forget, Geelong has some fairly sophisticated uh, supporters as well. So mm. uh, Melbourne, Geelong, it's a boon industry. Yeah, fuck man, pop up at the back of a junk time branded car. We should do a cheese shop, smoked salmon, pate. Mm. Get on board. Quince, cornichons, you name it. Pickled onions, whatever you need. We, we are the dealers. We are Melbourne's dealers. If you see anyone else selling that shit outside the MCG, That's that is, idea. An, is an inferior product, and I would not go near. If I see anyone trying to scalp <laughs> some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, gruyere, yeah, sure, I'll, sure. I'll take that motherfucker down. He says, it's, uh, it's something we have to deal with. I would never say it is common, but it has happened before. And the AFL Integrity Unit has dealt with it very quickly on each occasion. Now, does that mean there's like a crack team in the AFL Integrity Unit? They go, boys, boys, we've got a fucking death threat. And they go out and they neutralize someone? Like, you know, you're at home and it's just like... AFL like, Integrity Hello? Unit? Yeah, <laughs> boom, in comes the door. <laughs> fucking bang. <laughs> You get a butt of the rifle to your face. You fucking threatened an umpire again, mate. You're like, I didn't know that. I thought it was in the. I didn't think it was in the back. <laughs> and then you're just like a marked man. You yeah, know, they just. Sure. You know, so next they're time, like they're like black ops. Like they they killed Osama. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so next time, you know, you've given the threat, you get in your car, you look in the rear vision mirror, and he's just a, <laughs> an integrity. AFL integrity officer just sitting in the car behind you, just flashes his high beams. What did you tweet at 10.55 on a Friday night? <laughs> we're, monitoring, <laughs> we're monitoring your calls to SEN. <laughs> <laughs> We're telling you, mate, you back off. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you bag the umpires. I don't want to hear you call them white maggots. Fuck, mate. We heard what you said to Jared Waitley at nine oh seven. If you say that Michael Christian doesn't know what he's doing ever again, mate, you'll fucking disappear. Do you understand? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it. Fuck, I love the Black Ops AFL oh, integrity. That's unit. hilarious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> they got some work cut out for them, but I like what they do. We fucking heard some fucking talk that you didn't want to, you didn't want a Twilight Grand Final. Now change your fucking tune, all right? <laughs> the next time that you say a Zuper Duper goal does not belong in our game, mate, you'll be fucking talking with a machine, mate. There are three types of salt, and they're all at Eddie Stadium. <laughs> If you bring up Matani or any other interstate <laughs> fucking salt again, <laughs> if you say that the AFL has wasted billions of dollars <laughs> on those two extra franchises one more fucking time, we'll mate. We'll break your fucking thumb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking good footbridge and it came in under budget. It came in under budget. Shut your mouth! For some reason we got it from Malaysia, but it, there's no, no, that's the point. <laughs> and you know which vision is the key in this? Behind the goals. <laughs> <laughs> that's never existed before, has it? It's always, it's always, oh, it's the behind the goals vision that got him. You have a look at the behind the goals, you can't see it clearly. He's fucking been done by the behind the goals. Why did we only just get cameras behind the goals yeah, in yeah. the in the what seventy years has been broadcast? Yeah, they yeah. only just thought to put some from the shit seats. Yeah, and not only in the game do they kind of have it, but also the uh, isn't all the coaching about the behind the goals um, camera now as well. I mean that that's the one that tells the truth. You can't hide from anything. You can't say uh, I I ducked my head, I jibbed it. You go I I, I didn't. They go mate behind the goals see the footage this? does not lie. The BTG. I'm <laughs> oh, not, not the behind the goals. Yeah, mate. Ah, oh, fuck. You got me. I didn't, I didn't know they were filming. <laughs> we're always filming behind the goals, mate. <laughs> no matter what you do, mate, behind the goals, <laughs> it will catch you. They should every do that. Time. Like, if you want to home security or something like that, just put up, set up little, a few little goalposts, and they'll just catch every single thing that happens. You know what you do, okay, to, to further that, that's a great idea. You just paint a set of goalposts on the lens. So no matter what where the camera is, it's looking through the goalpost. You know the um the footage, I was actually watching it the other day, actually quite quite nice now, but the um they've kind of spruced it up, but the footage of man walking on the moon back in um sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what they had up on the moon? <laughs> no. A few goalposts. <laughs> really? <laughs> Crystal clear shot. Well, so there's a lot of stuff you couldn't see, but you go, check out Neil Armstrong from the Behind the Gold Vision. You go, he's fucking elbowed Buzz Aldrin in the face, oh, right in the helmet. What? That's what Zapruder needed. He needed, <laughs> he needed some goals. <laughs> We'd have caught them by now. We'd have caught them. Oh, Behind the Grassy. If he had been Behind the Grassy goals, 
<laughs> then we've got a fucking killer. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, welcome. New running joke to the show. Who were some of the players you were playing with? Plugger was there at the time, wasn't he? Got a great Plugger story. My first ever... No, don't tell it. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first ever day at the Swans um, was pre-season, and they tour- they're giving me a tour, personal tour of the place and showing me the facilities. And I could just... I, there was a moment where I was just... They were talking to someone else, and I thought, I'll duck off and have a look myself. So is this 2000 or 99? 99. 99. 99 the Because there's the Oval next door. It was door. actually 98, drafted 98, and went over just before the 99 season. So this is pre-season for the 99 season. Yep. Were you training on the SCG? Yes. Yep. Yep. And um, so I'm walking through the halls of the change rooms, and I could just hear this cheering. Yeah, yeah, standing ovation, and... I thought, I'll go down and have a look at that. And I peer my head through the window uh, around the side of the door and I could see Dale Lewis standing up, Darren Kressel, Paul Kelly, like legends of the club. And I'm going, you know, Stewie Maxfield, everyone's just standing up wow. and clapping. And I'm going, what's going on? Peer my head around the corner and there's Plugger out the front with his top off and he's holding up a cricket bat. And I just found out that he'd got a hundred in his skin folds and he was raising the bat. <laughs> and the boys, so he's come back from off season so fat. But yeah, if it was anyone else, they would have got absolutely shellacked, right? But this guy, everyone is giving him a standing ovation because he's come back so fat. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.